Radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. Another weekend, another opportunity to talk about dollars and cents issues with you. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Talking Real Money. I am one of your hosts, Don. That is your other host over there, Tom. And we're here to make this process of dealing with money more understandable and hopefully slightly more enjoyable. And to help you solve those nagging money issues that plague most of our existences from time to time, we have this handy-dandy 24-hour-a-day, 7-day-a-week phone number, 855-935-TALK. Or, for Tom, 855-935-8255. I do that for you, Tom. I really appreciate it. Yeah, I guess. Not. I don't know. I, I, I suppose that's, you know... Well, faint, here's, faint praise, here's the, as we used to call it, or something, but okay. Well, it's, it's no, it's just uh, Luddite help. <laughs> I see. Because I don't know how to put in the, yeah, the, on the phone. Well, you, I you get that. confused. Yeah, you I get just, confused. It. It's like, I go, I, oh, there it is, right there. Uh, but I want to tell everyone a little hmm. something about the toll-free phone number before we get started. First, toll-free phone numbers are actually kind of silly, but what the heck, we have one anyway. Maybe somebody's dialing on a landline and doesn't want to pay for it. So you don't have to. 855-935-TALK. But here's the thing. Been trying to figure out for the past couple of weeks what, how to handle the calls that come in from, uh, from, from those of you who listen on the, to the podcast, you call after hours. So I figured out what to do. Yeah. I talked to this one guy a- at two o'clock this morning, had a great conversation. Yeah, so no, terrific. He, he's 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 actually see I I really really believe that we should be honest on this program. Oh, Apparently, Tom okay. doesn't. All right. I was uh, talking no. to somebody at two a.m. I'm not sure who it was, so we'll leave it at that. So I... <laughs> I'm hoping it was your wife. Okay. I'm just hoping okay. at two in the morning mm-hmm. or your daughter. That's okay too. Yeah. The dog. Okay, sure. If you want to talk to the dog, that I works. do talk to the dog. I'm glad. No, yeah. I, you have a great dog. Yeah. He's getting old, but yeah, he's know. a great dog. Yeah. Uh, no, but here's what we're doing. We're turning your calls into many Talking Real Money podcasts, the first of which went up last week. So if you called the uh, the, the the money talk number, the 855-935-TALK number, and asked a question, go to your favorite podcast source, Apple Podcasts, or just go right to money or to uh, TalkingRealMoney.com, and we have a new short podcast with your questions there. This That was like three minutes, totally confusing, but okay. Something no, about d- calling in to get help with your money, and you can do that anytime at... Eight five five nine three five eight two five five. I think but that's I was what I got. People right? how they could hear the answer. Though. Oh, I see. Okay. So if you don't call during the show, got we, you. we take your calls right uh, here during the show. Okay. But if you don't call during the show, then go listen to the podcast either through Apple Podcasts or at TalkingRealMoney.com or at iHeartRadio or any of those, and you'll you'll see the podcast that's called Quick Talking Real Money Quick. That's what that's the. Oh, quick I see. Okay. Well, I didn't even Season. know that. You weren't paid. I told you about this last week. Okay. Probably like the 855-935-TALK thing. It just right over my right, head. Right over your head. Yeah. Doesn't matter anyway. I'm feeling good anyway. I mean, tomorrow's the egg roll, and most of the participants are either far younger than me or older. I think I'm looking pretty good for getting the stuff oh, I yeah, want. Oh, uh, yeah. I was I was planning a trip to a uh, Chinese restaurant, too. No, no, no. <laughs> egg roll no this is the egg roll down the lawn you know who wins all that stuff it's tradition 
and are my you going to my the grandkids are still like you know one or five years old. I'm looking pretty good there. And are then you everybody going else, to the White House? Yeah, they already did that. And then everybody else is older. So I think other than my son, do he might be competitive. Actually- but on otherwise. that hill behind your yeah, house, do you yeah. actually roll eggs I think down? there's still someone missing from last year's egg roll. <laughs> rolled right off into the abyss, so I don't it, know. It's more like egg yolk <laughs> exactly, roll. Exactly. So that's to look forward to tomorrow. All right. Then Happy Easter, everybody. Yeah. In, in the interim, we're here to help you with really important stuff, like dealing with your money and understanding investing. More eggs in your things. basket, that kind of thing. That more exactly okay. and better baskets for your eggs. Oh, yeah, there you go. Okay. More baskets to keep your eggs in so you don't have all your eggs in? No, please don't say it. I'm One not going to say it. I'm not going to say it. <laughs> no. One basket. I won't do it. Here at Talking Real Money, we yeah. show you how to avoid having all your eggs in one basket. Mm. We have an Easter theme for this Goodness. this program. Goodness. And and the, the editor's going to love that. Okay, ed- editor or the guy who writes Note the little notes. to editor. Egg, all of your, uh, avoiding having all of your eggs in one basket. <laughs> and there'll be a link to somewhere that talks about that. Because they've been putting all these great know, links. Okay. They had a link to Jack Black from a couple weeks ago. It was just an offhand, you. you know, mention. It, Wow. Here's the deal. I, you know, I don't like behind-the-scenes stuff, no, so I I'd like to tell you what's going on. Uh, I have hired someone for a long time to edit the show into the Talking Real Money podcast. Well, he's moved on to greener pastures, and I went looking for a new editor, and I found this company in Canada called We Edit Podcast. They're in Calgary. Great title. And, great title. And they, they do a terrific job, and they write show notes they have somebody on their staff who writes show notes. And so the notes you see are very lightly edited show notes. I kind of let them go uh, because they're cute. Uh, so check that out when you check out the podcast. We'll be back. Tom and Don are talking real money. In addition to the Talking Real Money podcast, I also do another podcast that's very popular over at Apple Podcasts. It's called Money 30. Every day I try to educate and inform you about money in a brief two to four minute podcast. So check them out at Apple Podcasts or all the other podcast services or at money30.com. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. Because every single day of your life, money affects it somehow, whether it's uh, trying to build a better retirement or buy some eggs to roll down a hill. We will cover it all here. Those are hard-boiled eggs. Come on. Yeah, but you still have to buy them. Okay. 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. Speaking of eggs, I read an interesting piece that said that most grocery stores heavily subsidize the price of eggs. You don't. You another, don't get. The, you don't get the exact price. Then is what you're saying. No, you don't pay what it costs them to buy them. They Bad reduce pun. it. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I get it. Yeah. Uh, sorry, I was being serious for a minute. Okay. I don't know what happened to me. <laughs> but they actually why. do that. They subsidize it to get you into the store. They know you're going to be coming in oh, to buy yeah, milk and eggs. I couldn't even tell you. I have no idea. Literally no idea what a dozen eggs cost. I couldn't tell you within three bucks. You're out of touch. No, I really, it, I am. I, I they're right around at the the store brands, right around three bucks. Is that right? Exactly yeah. three bucks. Right around there, okay. two ninety nine, okay. three twenty nine. You know, mm-hmm. depends on your grocery store. Yeah. Walmart, they're cheap. 
we Oof. went to we I won't name the store, but we went to the very expensive one last Sunday just for the sport of it, and I think blew three weeks worth of grocery bill. You go to Whole Foods? You Close. went to Whole Foods? Central Market. Oh, for, Central Market. I don't know Central yeah, Market. Well, I've never been to that. Fancy schmancy, and uh, I didn't buy any eggs that day. I said, "We'll get the fancy well, stuff here." They'd be more day. expensive yeah. there anyway. Yeah. So they subsidize. Wow, that's really weird. They subsidize eggs, huh? I think I read that in the Wall Street Journal. I don't know one of the papers I read. I don't know which one. So many, so many papers, so little time. Eight five five nine three five talk is our phone number. Eight five five nine three five eighty two fifty five. And the thing everybody's been asking us about is, hey, what happened in this first quarter? Because we had so many quarters and months and years of stocks kind of going up, 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 and low volatility. And in the first quarter, we had stocks lost money and just had insult to injury bonds lost money what's going we just everything went down well we'll talk about some things that went well, down far faster than others but bonds if you owned, went down because interest rates went up yeah if you owned if you owned a diversified portfolio a global portfolio you lost 1.3 percent in the first quarter and if that's troubling then you shouldn't be owning stocks. Uh, if you're, that's all. That's it. So, and if you owned a portfolio that we kind of see generally sixty percent in stocks, forty percent in bonds, you are down a whopping eight tenths of one percent for the quarter. I mean, it's not a big deal. And by the way, there were things that did go up, which I know you don't know, but one of them was emerging market small companies. Yeah, you told me that a couple of days 2. ago. Two point two percent. The riskiest stocks in crummy countries i mean okay risky countries i don't want to say crummy countries i was chip boy but, you know going out on that presidential limb did you tweet that this morning <laughs> i tell you what yeah, i shouldn't have. i mean here's the interesting thing about the quarter too it was pretty market it was the stocks especially technology stocks went straight up in january then they went remember right back down in february then <laughs> <laughs> they went straight back up in March Whoa. and then wow, right Mr. back down. How about that? So that's, by the what way, if you if you look at long-term <laughs> markets, this is really what stocks look like. They don't just they go look up like a this? little bit every day. <laughs> Your sound effects are much better than mine. So yeah, so we had some record highs and we ended up the, the NASDAQ, by the way, Tech heavy lost two point three percent of its value year to date, and the S and P five hundred. I'm not even going to mention the Dow Jones Industrial Average because Don hates don't. that so much. The S and P five hundred, five hundred of the largest, most solid companies. Well, five hundred of the largest companies in the United States lost one point two percent. It wasn't horrible. No, it wasn't horrible. Now, we did see a lot of battering in tech stocks, but you know the reasons were really interesting. I mean, it was it was everything from Facebook getting slammed over the Cambridge Analytica fiasco, yeah, to to Amazon stock plummeting based on a tweet from the. And president. you know what? How much market capitalization value Amazon lost in just the month of March? It was a lot, thirty-one billion dollars. But that's not as bad as Facebook that lost. $54 billion worth of shareholder value in 30 days. Wow. You know, it's the, the, the loss at Amazon, the, the punishment almost seems to it more closely fits the crime. Which poor is? Amazon. Poor Amazon. Well, it was this whole business about people exposing people's data to to. Oh, now you're, you, said, you said Amazon, I think you mean Facebook. I mean, I meant Facebook. Yeah, okay. Amazon. 
And all <laughs> Amazon did was make President Trump mad well, they, about they something did, that isn't even true. They did. They they used the postal service, which he says costs a lot of money, <laughs> which, which, and they don't which, collect enough which, in local taxes. And by the way, I never say anything bad about Amazon because I have to run the Amazon gauntlet every Saturday to get here. So there's no way I'm because they'd be aiming at me as I'm going down Mercer. I'm not going to do that. So you go right ahead. Well, I'm telling you, I think Jeff needs to needs to do like Elon Musk is doing in L.A. Yeah. and build you a tunnel under Mercer. I see. I get you. It. Need to be able Safe to tunnel and under Mercer. I'm gonna need a zip line from Bellevue or um, something. Yeah, I mean, but 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 but, but no. Think so about it. I see what you're saying. That the fact that they Donald lost fifty Trump billion tweets and, something. I know that is pretty much wrong anyway. Now let me just ask you a question. You you're a business person. Right? Yes. Yes. You you but you sell product. Now you can either ship it with FedEx and UPS and pay on average a dollar and a half more per package, or you can ship it through the United States Postal Service based on what, by the way, they're charging and pay a dollar and a half less. Which are you going to do? And you know I'm gonna take the postal service. I mean, this is not a valiant type question. This is pretty easy. Uh, I just huh. all right. But you're anyway, costing the Postal that. Service billions of dollars a year, Don. Then they should raise their <laughs> rates. Oh, there is that. Okay. Yeah, getting it. Yeah. Oh, so gosh. we'll see how that shakes out. But so, was it, I mean, again. I try not to get into presidential politics I on the show. I try so hard. Because you know someone's going to call so and get mad at us. I want to. I do, but I don't. Because someone will call and get mad at us, yeah. as you just said. All right. So, go anyways, ahead. No, Tell your story. No, I closing out the first quarter. So. Again, you should have, as we've talked about on this program many times, you should have an asset allocation, a balance between stocks and bonds that fits your need for return within your ability to take the ups and downs. That's it. If the, and that's the problem that we face here. Is we go every day, we go, well, this is so easy. Why do people keep reacting to the down markets? And Start panicking when we see a 5% down week as we saw a week before last. Or, you know, the last week was just, it was up one day, it was down the other, it was up one day, it was down the next. It was all over the place. If you had the right portfolio, you really wouldn't need to think about this stuff. Indeed. At all. 855-935-TALK is our number, 855-935-8255. It's easy to get to us on this Easter weekend because people are out uh, buying up all the eggs and ham in the world. Oh, my gosh, it was at Costco yesterday. It was like, is there is there a shortage of ham? They're buying it like crazy. Tom and Don are talking real money. If you need help allocating your retirement plan at work, you can get free help at 401411.com. That's 401411.com. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. And once again, our phone number is 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. You can call that number 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Oh, my gosh, hard to believe. And then listen to the answers on the short version of the Talking Real Money podcasts at various podcast locations, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, all that stuff. And we saw a lot of this human nature play out, by the way, in the first quarter. We were talking about the returns because... In January, towards the end of January, I had a lot of people calling me saying, I haven't been in stock since 2008 because they scared me. It just looked, but I got to get in now. 
I got to get in. I yeah. said, so after a 300% rise, you got to get in? Yeah, because I've been sitting in CDs and bank, et cetera, et cetera. So few of those people were, no, I'm, and I'm just telling you, then a month I've later. Sitting, I've been sitting in CDs yeah. waiting for the market to get to an all-time high, Bingo. and then I want to buy it there. Yeah, because it feels better. It feels a lot better. Then, by it's fascinating. By the latter part of February, after the market had turned and gone down precipitously and the world looked like it was coming to an end with stocks, we had people calling us saying, I, I got to get out of stocks because this is making me really nervous. I mean, it was so it was literally like 15 trading days later, it went from irrational exuberance to <laughs> depression. To irrational fear. Yeah, exactly. It was that quick. It's fascinating. And that's the way our minds work, and that's why what you said before is so important that you need to have a plan and discipline. A plan and discipline. And you need to avoid cryptocurrencies. Are we going to do that now? A plan, discipline, and no cryptocurrencies. Well, because I hate to break the news to you if you were big in cryptocurrencies, especially Bitcoin. I wasn't, but okay. go if ahead you were, and, and tell me anyway. If you're listening and you are, we'd love to talk to you because uh, Bitcoin, which we've been yeah. warning about for a long time. A long it time? didn't really have a really great first quarter. How did it do this well, first quarter, Well, the price quarter, of uh, Bitcoin uh, January 1st was $13,412. Oh, well, that's way below where it was in December at almost $20,000. I know, but by March 30th, yeah, your $13,412.44 was $7,266. That's a decline of more than 45%. Now, that, if you own something that declines 45% in one quarter, yeah, I think you should be nervous about that. But the really good news about this... The really great news, the savior, the white is knight has good news. There, oh, it's so great! The white knight is has arrived. Everybody's going to be okay because you may remember this name going back a few years. The Escobar family. I mean, you you remember these people because they used to they Escobar. used to deal in a, they used to deal in a limited Wait, availability product, but they sold I it remember, at a very high price. I remember a television show yeah. about the Escobars. Oh yeah, good called point. Narcos. Is, exactly. That's not them, is it? Well, no, not him. But well, it is kind of well, them. Because he's dead. Yeah, he's gone. But his brother is kind enough to rescue you in the whole cryptocurrency confusion with his own cryptocurrency. Oh yeah, it's a stitch too. It has. I I have to say, I think it's. It may very well be one of the world's chintziest worst designed logos to begin with and the name ain't much better it's called diet bitcoin <laughs> but those of you trying to drop a few pounds before the easter ham that's what you're doing was regular bitcoin that much heavier i get oh i can't carry it <laughs> i can't carry this air uh yeah it's it's uh, i'm looking right at the website dietbitcoin.org it says right at the very top diet bitcoin Cryptocurrency by Roberto Escobar, brother, brother of, of Pablo now, Escobar. I ask you, does that give you more faith in the whole thing to know that the, the brother of the greatest... Of the head of the Medellin cartel... Yeah, I mean, greatest criminal enterprise Roberto, in history. Roberto Come on. Roberto was the accountant for the Medellin cartel <laughs> oh, he for knows many, literally many years. where the Bitcoin is buried, I, I guess. Huh? I, I Maybe he dug up the drug money to start... Anyway... You have to stay tuned 
because we haven't even told you the best part yet about Diet Bitcoin. Because we're going to get you in at the ground floor of Diet Bitcoin. At basement, maybe? Tom and Don are talking real money. If you're sick of investing through an insurance agent or a stockbroker and you're in the market for a fee-only advisor who charges truly low fees and uses a scientific approach to building portfolios for your risk tolerance and need, you should check out Vestry. Tom and I started this firm and it is devoted to educating everyone, total transparency, clarity, low fees, and great service. If you're looking for an advisor, you ought to at least take a look at us at Vestory.com. That's V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. Or give us a call, 800-386-3004. Reality Radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. Hola. Welcome to Talking Real Money, the show that teaches you all you need to know about cryptocurrencies. Our phone number, 855-935-TALK. 855-935-8255. Because we're talking about cryptos, it's almost guaranteed that the audience for our podcast will be among the biggest ever. Yeah, apparently John Oliver did a great piece a couple weeks ago, too, someone sent me, oh, but I didn't have time was, to watch. It was so, wonderful. Was it good? I, uh, yes, it was So what, before, okay, before you even get into the Escobarian entry into this controversial financial instrument... Tell wait us. Till, wait till you see I what know, I have here. I know, but I tell us, tell everyone, what is a cryptocurrency? Who knows? <laughs> Good explanation. Who knows? Okay. No, okay. What? It, it, a cryptocurrency? Oh gosh, this is—it's so hard to describe. A cryptocurrency. I'm going to give you as many words as you need on this. Well, and you need a lot of them because yeah. it is so confusing and complicated. It is a unit of measure, basically. It's a it's a way to supposedly measure wealth, supposedly. And I use supposedly, even though a lot of the crypto freaks get mad at me for doing that. By the way, you can call us and get mad and tell us how we're wrong. We'd have happy to hear from I, I, you. I keep I keep waiting for someone to do that, but they I've I've argued this with a lot of techno geeks that I know, and they say that you actually this call is, them techno geeks. I do to their faces, okay, because they are, okay. and so it's based on a concept called a blockchain, which is a, a a string of code that is I that identifies something, uh, in this case, something of value, supposed value. Uh, it it is made up out of whole cloth. It's totally invented. There are a couple of thousand of them in existence right now. Bit of uh, uh, Bitcoin and its ilk. Any idiot who wants to make one can make one. You create this code, and then you either sell the Bitcoin or the coins to someone, or they can mine them by doing these very complex computer operations that are really that serve little, little or no purpose whatsoever. They just waste electricity and computer space. But they mine Bitcoin by doing this. Is that the entire explanation? Oh, there's more, but I'm not going to do okay, it. Okay, I mean, my explanation it's... is a completely uh, speculative ploy to make quick money. You got it. Okay. That's a better one. Right. That's a better one. I thought scheme, you really wanted like, to get... Ah, it's well, a I did, scheme. I... It's a scheme, and it's... Well, it, this will really actually... I think, I think a quote from Senor Escobar 
will actually help you better understand just how spurious these things are and why Bitcoin has gone from almost $20,000 in the middle of December 2017 to $7,200 right this minute. $7,200 right this minute, which is still too much in my opinion. I, this is a direct quote from the book Pablo Escobar's Diet Bitcoin. It's the name of a book. Quote. Whoa, whoa, he wrote a book called that? Yeah. Quote, I am the first person in the world, Roberto de Jesus Escobar Gaviria, to publicly come out and claim that Bitcoin was created by the American government, and I am not going to be the last person to say this. The world is going to wake up. The world is going to see that this was created by them, and when they see it, it is too late. And when the CIA finds out that the world knows about this, the CIA is going to sell all of their coins, and they will destroy the value of Bitcoin. That's why I'm creating my own cryptocurrency called Diet Bitcoin. Unquote. Less filling and cheaper, right? Why he doesn't explain why it's called Diet Bitcoin? I haven't read the book though. So, so <laughs> how much is thing, the book, by the way? Is it I free with can, a certain amount of Bitcoin? I think you can download it for free. Okay. But this document is like thirty pages of of uh, disclaimers, including it says that all of the money is going to go to Escobar Incorporated for its operations. There this ha- are, now, that has a familiar ring to it, but okay. Now, well, this is going to have an even more familiar <laughs> ring. It goes to Escobar Incorporated. There are risks and uncertainties associated with Escobar Inc. and their respective businesses and operations. <laughs> really? Risk in, uh, in, in drug dealing. Well, I don't think they do that anymore. Mm. Uh, but anyway, Die Bitcoin, I wanted to tell you what the deal is. Here's how it's going to work. The first offering that expires... Well, the pre-offering expires in 44 days. Yeah. And the how many hours? Uh, four, 44 days, timer 8 hours, on 19 website. minutes, and 38 seconds. Yeah, you better get on it. That just changed. The initial offering is going to be a million diet Bitcoin. The first round is the pre-ICO round one, selling 300000 at $50. Wait! It's crossed out. Two dollars only for a limited time. That's Hurry. the diet part. You can get more for less. For I love less. that. Yeah. Fifty no, it's only no, it's ninety-six percent lighter than their original price. Oh folks, 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 folks. Tom and Don are talking real money. Keeping the podcast breaks as painless as possible is my goal. That's why I want to very quickly tell you about the only magazine I've ever heard of that is one hundred percent real investing all the time there's no business news no speculative advice and certainly no lifestyle stuff it's called real investing journal i publish it every quarter and you can get two full years for only 25 bucks at realinvestingjournal.com that's realinvestingjournal.com your guides to a really great financial future tom and don are talking real money don't go away because tales from the crypto continue later in the program. I've got a I we've got other crypto stories to share well, with yeah, you. Well, yeah, and I just did a little more research program. on this because the Escobars into it. Apparently there's a thing called Dillinger's Dollars. That is Dillinger's up to, Dollars and Bulger's Bucks. I don't know. We'll have to talk about all this stuff. It's uh, pretty good. 
That's I'm, I'm just reading. Eight, it. I mean, these are guys who are getting yeah. in the business. There's big money here. So, even and it's all dead guys. I know, which is really I interesting. Don't know. I love, wonder where the money's going. So five five nine three five talk is our number. That's eight five five nine three five. Bulger's still alive, by the way. Whitey Bulger. Whitey Bulger. Bulger. Yes, alive. eight five five nine three five talk. Give us a call. We got a call waiting. Oh, pardon me, Scott. Welcome to talking. It's Real- not working. I'm not seeing the caller. Oh, so. okay. Well, doggone it. That's my bad. Scott, Hello. how are you? How you doing? Good, good. I love your guys' show. Thank you. And uh, listen, I, I I'm a kind of a a medium to long term investor in cryptocurrency and blockchain. So I just like to maybe help you guys out a little bit on what it really is. Uh huh. Please. So, so actually. I think one thing we need to be very careful about is if you research blockchain at all, you realize that uh, major companies from around the world and countries and central banks are looking at this very, very seriously. And that I, that I agree with. Yes, there, it may someday with, be a means by which to actually track real wealth like dollars. That's correct. So we have to be very careful to understand that this is not all junk. Now, 90% of the coins out there and ICOs out there are absolute garbage. But there's 10% of them that are real structured pieces of finance. And um, those particular items are doing everything from creating the fourth generation of the Internet, which is true decentralization, to, to being able to allow us to use our uh, our. Uh, our uh, digital currency to basically do everything. Now, the thing is, is that um, cryptocurrency itself uh, lends itself to what's called decentralization, meaning that it's what's called an open ledger, and all you accountants understand that concept. Open ledger online allows you to see every single transaction where where they've came from and where it's going forward. Okay, so but can, can I can value. I interrupt just Scott? Can I interrupt real quick because we're going to run out of time? It's kind of a lengthy explanation, but my basic question is: Okay, what's it good for? What can I use crypto? Me, regular old okay. person who has a checking account and a savings account and an investment account. What just really quickly? I know this is this. I've heard this whole song and dance about how it's all about decentralizing and it's going to rev. It's going to revolutionize. We haven't revolutionized yet. What is it good for for me personally? Right now, it's good for almost zero. So with that answer, you're okay. correct. But. On a five, if you're looking at a five-year window, there's already cryptocurrency going in use today. Now, why would somebody want to buy a cryptocurrency? Cryptocurrency, why there is actually value to it is people who hold it and buy it are supporting the security of the network in the management of those Okay, but you see networks. that still doesn't answer the question that 99.9999999% of people want to know. What the heck's it good for? That's the problem. We can't find a darn thing that it's good for, right? I can't find anything. And if I could go buy one of the few things I can buy with a Bitcoin, which is one of the only ones that anybody takes. Subway, right? yeah, Yeah. If I buy something with it, I create a taxable event 
the thing is the it's more volatile than anything i can remember in the history of 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 investing and i've studied the history of investing i think this is this is even more volatile than tulip bulbs were this is just crazy. Cryptos are crazy. Now, yeah, will Bitcoin possibly be used for something else? That is a possibility, our blockchain. But so what does that have to do with cryptos right now and the insanity surrounding them? Scott, thanks. Great call. Let's go to another. Leslie joins us here on Talking Real Money. Hi, Leslie. Hi. Um, Don, my dad listened to you back in the 90s and introduced me to your show. So long time. I'm getting listener. old. That is that Thank the you. 1890s or oh, 1990s? Which know. 90s are we talking about here? Okay. And he was definitely my um, advisor on my fin- financial stuff. Well, he he's a good dad. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah, definitely. So um, he had gifted me some Vanguard funds, um, the Mid Cap Index Fund, and the Prime uh, or the Total Stock Market Index Fund with Vanguard, and then I also mm-hmm. have a money market with them as well. And then I have a work 401k where I'm 60-40, so I got the 60 stock and the 40 bond. And um, in a meeting with the people that do our 401k, um, they brought it to my attention that I might be overloaded in the stocks. Wait a minute. Wait, and Leslie, how old are diversify. you? How old are you? I am 51. Okay. Mm. Why did they think you were overloaded in stocks? And, and more importantly, what did they want you to do with the money? They wanted me to, um, I think, become a client of theirs because my Vanguard stuff's about 350 and my um, 401k is about 200. And, and Leslie, what kind mm. of a product did they suggest you go into? Um, they, they did not. Um, actually suggest something specific. I just got the idea that they wanted, you know, to try to... Let's go back to the 60-40 for a moment, because for okay. at 51, if you're going to work another 10, 15 years, you're not going to use the money in that period of time. Right. To be more than 40% in bonds that are paying maybe two, it, 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 I really have a tough time telling young people, and I consider you at 51 to be a relatively young person, to be more than 40%. But Compared uh, to Don, anyway. <laughs> the 1890s, <laughs> a great show. Was that on the Telegram? Anyway, uh, so... Uh, no, the, the, it was on 770. <laughs> okay, <laughs> he's typing it out. So the, the point, you should take... I mean, for example, we don't know you. We don't know your emotional makeup. You should go take the risk quiz. That's free. You go to vestry.com. It's right there. You, mm-hmm. Because that would help you understand your emotional makeup about all this. That would be one part. The other part she is, you know... She listened to me since the 90s. Her emotional makeup is going to be fine. Troubled, at least. I, I so, don't really... I, I ignore it all. I... I, I don't look at I it do every day. That, I don't look at it every week. I know it goes up. I know it goes down. My dad always taught me I'm in there for the long haul. So, so may I, I just ask let a question it do what it that does. would be so much fun for me, Leslie? Yes. What was the name of the company? What company? The oh, the, um, it's it's a place in Bellevue. It's Tritina Financial, and then our our Tritina. actual. Trutina, and then Pentegra does our 401k. Yeah, I don't know them. Like in White Plains, New York. So, yeah, Yeah. they're 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 going to be they're trying to sell you some sort of a product. And my, I I'm gonna guess, 
But what they're probably going to do is try to convince you to go into some sort of either a managed portfolio of some sort, or they're going to suggest that you go into some kind of an annuity product. And uh, I got to tell you, uh, I would be very, very, very skeptical of anyone who just blindly says at 51, you're too much in anything. As Tom said, go take the risk survey, but it sounds like your father set you up really well. Tom and Don are talking real money. We mentioned 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255 throughout the podcast. But you need to know that you can call that number 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Leave your question, and those will be answered in special Talking Real Money podcasts that will appear on this particular site in the future. So give us a call, 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. Realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for educational and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately, consistently predict the future. So, past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Vestry, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. Are we done now? 